Welcome to the From Overwhelmed to Fulfilled podcast, where it's all about moving out of overwhelm and into fulfillment in your relationships, your business, your finances, your health. I'm your host, Selena Kipnis, a certified life coach and yoga teacher trainer. Hello and welcome to episode 14, Intentional Consumption. So I'm going to start off this episode just with a personal check-in. We have been back from Hawaii for about a month and a week now and a lot has been going on. We really hit the ground running. We had so many things planned. We are creating Organic Roots Academy, the school, and It's been a lot, and one of the things that I really love about what I do in my life is the balance that I really intentionally create with homeschooling my children, with working, with my marriage, and it has not felt in balance this past week, maybe two weeks, and I noticed this feeling like I'm in overdrive, right? So if you know what's happening in the brain, that's when we're kind of stuck in, in with cortisol and adrenaline. And we really are in this overdrive feeling. So that can feel like, and how it showed up for me was being tense, right? And less patient when my children or when my husband, or when I would get an email, like I was just on and I wasn't able to turn off. And When I noticed that, I said, okay, something needs to change here. I need to really use these signals of my body, my emotions, my thoughts, my feelings. I need to use these signals to make a change. And it's really going to tie in with this week's episode because we do all this work, right? We have all this information and we want to live this fulfilled life. We want to be the best version of ourselves. And every time we make a change or we do something, whether it's small or big, like sometimes the smallest things are the hardest, but every time it requires a lot of courage. And for me this week, it required the courage of canceling a couple things that I had on my schedule. And that is just not my character usually. If it's something that I love about myself, if I say I'm going to do it, I do it. And it's also important to be adaptable. I knew that I need to have some time to rest and I needed to be courageous and do something out of character and take some things off my calendar. And so that's what's going on with me. I am having a date with my daughter right now. Mango, you want to say hi? So Mango is a subscriber to the podcast. She loves listening to the podcast. And this is the first time that she's ever joined me to record. So we're here together and having a date, recording a podcast, spending some quality time on this during this week of a little bit more restfulness. And I still really wanted to show up for all of you listeners because I am devoted to you and I love doing this. And so we're just doing it together. Some family time, some podcast recording. Today is really just from the heart and 
just that togetherness that I always bring, but you know, sharing with you what I'm learning and how it's also very applicable for today's topic of intentional consumption. So let's dive in. Now, last week we talked about, we've kind of been in this three weeks of food, food and mood. Last week we talked about the motivational triad and why are you eating unhealthy again? So we really learned about why. And now we're going to really talk about how we can use that information, knowing the why and how that's important so that we can use that to create change. So now we know the tendency of the brain. We know the motivational triad. If you didn't listen to last week, go back and listen to that. And we're going to use that for us intentionally instead of unintentionally when the reptilian brain is just going and our animalistic nature is going straight for the cookies, right? Or straight for the extra bottle of wine or whatever it is so that we're intentionally using the prefrontal cortex more to use the this motivational triad for us. So when we look at those three parts, when we look at the first part, avoiding pain, and it's in no specific order, okay? I'm going to do it a little bit different than I did it last week. But if we look at avoiding pain, we talked about it last week and that unintentional way of avoiding pain. We're like, okay, I feel uncomfortable because I have this desire for the cookies and I want it. And so I'm going to avoid that discomfort by grabbing the cookies. And we can use this part of the motivational triad for us by thinking more long-term, okay? So this is something that I do with clients one-on-one is we think of this pain that we're avoiding long-term instead of short-term, like just avoiding the discomfort of not having the chocolate right when I want it or the wine right when I want it. But we think about long-term, what is that pain that we're avoiding long-term when we make the decision to refrain from having a whole bottle of wine tonight. And we really think like, what is the worst case scenario here? Well, the worst case can be pretty bad. The more we drink, like we talked about last week, the more that we have anything excessive that like gives us all that dopamine, serotonin, all those hits, right? We need more because we downregulate. So we need more to feel that similar feeling again. So that one bottle of wine could turn into two bottles of wine and that could turn in, that affects our blood sugar. We could end up with diabetes. We could end up making really poor life decisions, drinking and driving. And we just really kind of dive into that. So I invite you for whatever the thing is right now, I feel like all of us have something right now that maybe we're doing, we're consuming in a way that we don't want to or a little too much or just something that we don't really want to consume. These few weeks are really focused on food, um, but maybe it's something a little different. So apply it to you. Make sure that you get what you need out of this episode, out of this topic. And then just think like, if I continue consuming this, How is this going to affect me long-term? How is it going to affect my decision-making? 
How is it going to affect my bank account? We see that a lot of times with consumption, whether it's a Starbucks a day or three Starbucks a day, like these things add up. And before you know it, it really can affect our bank account. Drug usage, food, whatever it is, just think about that for a minute. And after or now you could pause it, you could really paint a picture. And I don't encourage you usually to focus on something negative, but this is a really beneficial time to do it. Because you're associating that pain that our brain is designed to avoid. You are associating pain with this habit or tendency that you no longer want to have. So really feel that in your body, like how painful that couldn't be for you long term and why you want to stop doing that thing, why you want to stop or change your habit around it. Okay, now the second part of the motivational triad that we spoke about last week, seeking pleasure. Okay, so we talked about how it affects us and the why. So how can we use that tendency instead of just avoiding, right? How can we use that tendency of the brain for us? So if we think of seeking pleasure, and again, it's really, we need to change from short-term instant gratification, instant release of dopamine to long-term fulfillment, long-term pleasure, long-term joy. For you, if it's around food, You can imagine the pleasure of vitality, of energy when you're eating healthy or when you're not drinking excessively or not doing drugs or whatever the thing is, right? So really imagining that now and you can meditate on that for like two minutes a day, you know, set a timer to really imagine, envision the pleasure of a strong, sexy body, of tone, a toned body, of toned glutes. Mango, don't laugh at me, but <laughs> I'm like thinking of, you know, after you've had kids and you get like kind of saggy, right? And so I used to really love like my, I had this really nice butt and it was like toned and all of that. So if I want to have that again, I need to envision that long-term pleasure of just feeling good, of feeling like toned and filling out my clothes in a way that feels good, right? Or a clear, sober mind for you, maybe. Maybe just clear thinking. Maybe your body is like on point. You work out, you, you know, you've got all of that, but you're not eating as healthy as you could and your mind is foggy, you're like brain fog, just not clear, So you could think of that long-term pleasure of when I consume these certain things and I don't consume these things, I'm going to have better decision-making. I'm going to be able to focus better. Okay, so really taking time for a minute, pause me and just envision that in detail. Envision what you're wearing, what you're doing with your life. What does that long-term pleasure look like? And remember, if you can envision it, you can create it, okay? So the third part that we talked about of this motivational triad, the third and final part is conserving energy. Our brain wants to reduce effort, okay? So this can affect us in a negative way when it's happening unintentionally because our brain is used to thinking certain thoughts, like I'm a yo-yo dieter or I just always go back to 
eating junk, where I have to have sweets, right? And our brain thinks these certain thoughts. We feel a certain way because that's how we felt since we were a kid. And we didn't want to use extra brain energy to think new ways or feel new ways because it requires more effort, more energy of the brain. And our brain wants to conserve energy and to be efficient. So how can we use that for us to help us? Well, we can intentionally use more effort, right? That we know that right now when we use more effort to think new thoughts, to feel different feelings like discomfort, we can remember again long term, that long term, and I have conversations with my brain and I encourage you to do the same. I'm like, thank you brain for wanting to protect me, for wanting to the human, for humans to continue procreating and all of this, right? Thank you for this amazing design. And right now I don't need to conserve energy in the brain. I actually need to use my brain to think different thoughts Like for me this week, it was to think that I can cancel appointments because I need to, because I need more quiet and I need more peace in my life right now. Just downtime. It's okay. And if that's with food for you this week or alcohol, you can just tell your brain, thank you for wanting to reduce effort. Thank you for taking care of me all the time. I know that you want to be efficient, but me reaching for wine at the end of the day to relax is not going to help me long term. I need to have healthier coping mechanisms. And so right now we're just going to get a little uncomfortable brain. We're going to start feeling different feelings. We're going to feel some discomfort and we're going to be okay. In long term, we are going to conserve energy. We are going to reduce effort and be more efficient because we're going to have a sober mind, right? So apply that to you to your life and show more gratitude, more appreciation for your brain and what it's doing. And then just let it know from your higher consciousness, from the prefrontal cortex of like, this is what we're doing now, because guess what? I can do hard things and I can fail. Really failure is just a thought anyways. I'm going to learn each time that I'm making a mistake I can choose to learn from this and it really just creates this sense of peace and like, it's okay. Like I know now what's happening. I know I'm not just a failure and I'm just like self-sabotaging. I understand now this motivational triad. I understand what, what is happening in the brain and how my brain is trying to preserve my life and avoid discomfort and pain, but it's just not helping me. It's not serving me here. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Okay. And remember to get different results, whether it's losing weight or a clear mind, getting different results will always require new actions knowing what to do is not enough. It will never be enough. You must, I must, we must have the courage to actually do it, right? The same way that it took courage of me acting out of character this week to cancel some things, to just have more time of rest. It's going to take you courage to act out of character, 
whether it's to stop drinking at every social occasion, whether it's to stop accepting food every single time someone offers you food, whatever that tendency is that's going to require some courage, it will feel uncomfortable. And it's okay. It will feel a little scary. That's okay. Be courageous and do something out of character today. Try again tomorrow and the next day, right? But start with today. Do something out of character today that you really want to do, that you feel a little hesitancy. It feels a little scary because it's not in who you think you are right now, but you can just today decide I'm going to be somebody different today. I'm going to do something different, something out of my character. And this is what's going to help you get the results that you truly want. So have a wonderful day and week. Be courageous. And I'll talk to you next week. Namaste.